Wales on it. That will be it. They've defended their title. They are still the champions and the first in a united competition since 76 days, we're back, baby. That's it. Rugby League's back on the park. God bless Peter Vlandis. God bless Nick Pilates. God bless the Greeks. They not only invented the Parthenon, they reinvented Rugby League. There's new rules. There's one ref. The flow of the game. Six again, they say. We'll play on, we say. Tonight on Roosters Radio, we're going to speak to our fearless leader, Boyd Cordner. We're going to wrap up the performance of our team as they went head-to-head with our fierce rival, South Sydney, on Friday night and got the victory in the chocolates. I know, Silky, you were spirited. You lit up the post-game Zoom for our fans and members and really stuck it to the South fans. Isn't it good to have Rugby League back and isn't it good to beat our biggest rival? Yes, hello Roosters fans, and it certainly is good to be back. It's been a number of weeks, as you said, Bush, since we've done a show. We thought we'd give the fans a bit of a break because, you know, there wasn't much Rugby League, but it's back, as you rightfully said, I want to hop straight into the match because there were so many performances that wow. I wanted to mention. You know, off the back, Tedesco, 300-plus metres. He scored a try. He had 13 tackle breaks. Lindsay Collins, I dare say, had his best game to date. Loved him. Victor Radley playing first receiver. I thought was outstanding. You know, he's got to front the judiciary this week. I think he'll get off. He'll uh, get off the, that. He'll it get looked off like that. he landed on his shoulder first, so uh, oh, there was fingers no, crossed. There was no intent in that tackle. Continue on. Friendy, 50-odd tackles, scored a meat pie. Getting boring. <laughs> Toops was unbelievable. Scored another try. The left-hand side, the uh, the welcome addition of Josh Morris. There was so much to like about our performance. I know for a fact, He Bush, looked like he'd been there 10 years. I know for a fact, Bush, that uh, the boys, when they got back to training after the break, I, I know that Coach Robinson was extremely excited, impressed at the way that they approached training and their fitness levels. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the word around um, Roosters HQ was that they're going to put in a performance, and I think they did. They needed to because uh, we, we couldn't go in 0-3 with the game up to the Broncos, um, but it was just great to watch the football. Uh, you know, as you said, I was lucky enough to uh, get zoomed into well, the, tell us the dressing it. room. Tell us a little uh, bit about Albeit it. I had a few beers under my belt and uh, – you know, I just uh, shared with uh, a couple of the board of directors and a few of the fans what I what I thought of South. Yeah, and I heard it was all red, white and blue, what you said, <laughs> and they just loved it. No, look, it's our greatest rivalry. Great respect to South Sydney. They put on a, a pretty good performance, you know, and I think as Roosters fans, there's nothing better than seeing a win over South or the Dragons on Anzac Day. Some of those, you know, Broncos used to beat Easter. Some of those iconic games we really look forward to, some of those big matchups, and of course Manly. We love beating Manly. Bush, you talk about iconic uh, matchups, but I want to talk about iconic moments. Brett Morris. Wow. Double tackling, uh, you know, with about 18 minutes to go off the intercept from Kiri. That was, that was a game changer. Let's, and it was just, that was, that was those extra one percenters that the Roosters talk about. It was amazing. Can we just, just hold the tackle for a moment? What about the ability at that age, let's say he's an he's a elder statesman of the game, to actually catch... A player that's far younger, Braden Burns. Yeah, yeah, Braden Burns, who's supposed to be a quick, uh, a yeah. speedster, 
mate, the effort was unbelievable. Then to pull him down and then go and get into now talk the tackle, it was the, that was the thing that inspires the side. And I think it typifies what you said at the beginning. Coach Robinson has set a high standard. He's on in a couple of weeks, Silky, Coach Robinson. Yep. We're going to talk to him about how he handled the COVID period. It's a real big Robbo interview. It's going to be quite a great podcast because it's going to be very in-depth about a lot of different things. And I think that that stands out. The players showed that they went away, they did their fitness, they did their strength, they did what they needed to do, and Friday night, they put it together on the park like a Meccano set. They didn't miss a beat. There was a couple of errors, um, you know, that aren't even worth talking about. But one thing I... I, I actually do feel like the break helped our side. I think you know, they we, we had it. the we had the trip to Europe, uh, and things were looking a bit clunky. I think Young Flanagan got an opportunity to build some structures with Keary and and Radley, who was playing like a, a second five eight, if you will. Josh Morris, you know, he arrived at the club, and the following day the, the competition was cancelled. So it gave him some time to you know work into the structures. Mate, he was amazing on that left hand side. Yeah, he, he was the, the left hand side reminded me of the Roosters of the past two years, where it was all the attack we scored majority of our points down that side. Tupu, yep. Boyd, uh, Flanagan's try was a kick from Josh Morris down the left-hand side. Yep. And even Teddy's try, it started down the left. Then there was a pass from Friendy back to Teddy and they, I mean, they scored on the right-hand side. So uh, it's great to see that that attacking left side is back and uh, it's back with a vengeance. Yeah, so much alike. And don't forget up front, mate, Lindsay Collins and Jared Weir Hargraves. Yep. What a powerhouse performance they were. They just dominated. You could see the tussle between George Burgess and a great player at South Sydney. Very strong. He's their, he's their hard man, as is Hargraves ours. But, mate, line on line. We got the uh, we got the chocolates. And what about our young halves combinations? I've just touched on it briefly. Yeah, can I tell you? I was really impressed with Flanagan. I, we saw him in World Club, and you know, to be fair to him, he's just arrived at a new club. He's got. I wouldn't say he's got big shoes to fill because he needs to fill his own shoes. But I tell you what, he's coached by Cooper Cronk, and I think what you saw the other night was the beginning of a great rooster halves dynasty. I think Kiri's got the experience. Adding Victor Radley as the first <laughs> receiver is a master stroke. It just gets better. Every year I look forward to something from Coach Robinson. Yep. It's something new, something borrowed, something blue. And Victor Radley at first receiver, long live it. The fans voted for Brett Morris as their player of the match, but there were so many to choose from. I thought Teddy's numbers. Teddy was unbelievable. 300-plus metres, 13 tackle breaks, scored a try, uh, had his hand in a couple. Uh, he would have scored another if it wasn't for Luke Carey's, uh going to the left instead of looking to the right. I'm going to ask Boyd Cordner about that. Who is our guest on this week's show? Uh, his thoughts on that. But even the captain's the captain's knocks. Let's talk about both of them. Friendly fifty odd tackles, little grubber from meat pie, just vision there. That was just pure vision and pure skill. Yep. And of course, Boydie scored a try. Uh, you know, Luke Kiry put on a platter for him, and just to see the efforts and just that straight running, doing the tough carries out of our own twenty five, mate. It was just it was just good to watch. That's a Cordner carry, and that's going to be known as a Cordner carry, like the Gidley flick, I guess, because when you carry like that, and he gets us out of trouble. Uh, you know, Kiri was outstanding. He was really, really potent on both sides of the ruck. And I think, you know, for our Roosters fans, you know, that old saying, when you're on, you're on, they're on. Speaking of on Bush, this week, Boyd Corden is going to be joining us. We have a couple of questions from our fans to put to Boydie too. But uh, one thing I will be asking him, uh, one of the uh, interesting insights that we got from our travel to Europe with the Roosters was his love of architecture. Unbelievable. I didn't realise how much he loved it, how much he knew about it, and how well read. He and, really uh, geeks out on it. He sure does, Silky. Well, we're going to be talking to him right after the break. You're on Roosters Radio with Silky and Bush. Radio Hub is Australia's premier podcasting facility. With high-quality sound equipment and production services, Radio Hub is a one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. 
So, if you're ready to jump into the exciting realm of podcasting, contact Radio Hub on 0402 870 900 or email info at radiohub.com.au. Well, Roosters fans, as promised, our club leader and co-captain, Boyd Cordner, joins us on Roosters Radio. And I tell you what, if you're going to war, that's the man you'd want in the trenches with you. Well, Boyd, you've been rested like a racehorse. Powerhouse performance Friday night. Back on the paddock. Meat pie. How did it feel? Yeah, we feel pretty blessed, to be honest, to be able to um, come back this early um, with the hard work that obviously Peter Volandis, the commission, have done to try and get us back playing. So we do feel pretty privileged, mate, and, um, you know, we're very grateful. But, um, yeah, it's awesome to be back around the boys. Uh, we've been training for together for about four weeks, but before that, um, obviously, we're all doing our own thing there for a bit. And uh, to see the boys rip in in that time and then come back, we were able to train really well and um, just focus on footy. Um, all the boys' fitness standards and strength was really good um, in that time. So it allowed us to get straight into footy. And um, we knew the position that we were in, that we had to sort of start winning footy games. And, you know, we we're really keen to get out there and turn our season around. Boyd, we're going to touch on the footy in a minute, but I wouldn't mind asking you, you know, how did you spend the time during COVID? I mean, I did see Victor Radley driving around the eastern suburbs impersonating a carpenter. Uh, yeah. He was hurting around, around the east with a ladder and a, and a, and a nail bag on, but uh, how did you spend the time? Yeah, I, I, um, I sort of uh, had a good little setup in my backyard, so um, obviously I didn't play uh, the first couple of games of the season, so... You know, I was still sort of chomping at the bit, sort of like, you know, had that energy. And so I, I kept training all the way through, which was good. And then um, I think it caught everyone by surprise that, you know, we are coming back um, the, the day we did. Everyone thought it was going to be a bit longer. So, look, I was really good. I trained all the way through, um, you know, had a good rest. And then, and then yeah, once we got wind of... of a day that we're going to come back, everyone started to get excited again. Boydy, just on that note, I mean, you're not old by any standards in the sense of an older player, like you know, you've been, but you've been around for so long. Is it hard to motivate yourself, you know, to get back into it when you haven't got the collective group there, you haven't got the motivation of, you know, the, the camaraderie, you're not at training, you've got to do it on your own. Is it a little bit more difficult? No, uh, to, to be honest, it was probably easier for me. I, I really enjoyed um, training by myself. It's, as silly, as weird as it might sound, um, it just was relaxing um, just to be able to go out and train sort of in the backyard, have everything there and um, not having the, stre- uh, the stress of having a schedule and having to look at time or where you got to be, um, being told sort of uh, what to do and where to be at that time. Yep. Um, just the, the, the stress around it all. Um, was gone, so you. Able, I found myself able to, um, you know, just uh, relax in that sense and and get some really good training in. Yeah, Boyd. Before we touch on the game, obviously there's been a few rule changes between when we had our first two rounds and last week. Uh, we've had a number of people ask the question, but personally, how did you enjoy the six again, and what was it like with the one ref? Yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed the the one ref. I think that over the weekend of footy, it was really good. I think, you know, having just that one opinion on the on the field, I thought the, the, 
the flow of the game was a lot better and um, obviously with the with the new rule of the the six again it did speed things up there was a lot more ball in play and I'm not sure how it looked it looked fans, really fast it looked great yeah. it looked great it looked fast yeah. body was it faster than normal yeah I think it was it was a bit uh, I'm not sure how the next few weeks will go since we got that out of the way and people have a week like we have a week to sort of try and talk about it um, it'll be interesting to see if it if it keeps up like that, which I think it will, because the six agains um, on you, if you get a couple of them in a row, then yeah. you you got the momentum against you, and it's hard to pin back, especially at NRL level. Well, Luke Luke here, he talked about flow, and that's you know what it looked like on the field, coupled with the Roosters' up tempo game. I think this suits our style of play. Yeah, I think so too. We're, we're really excited when we heard the. Uh, the rule change and, um, you know, with it being a bit quicker, we've got some great hearts, especially Kaz um, being, you know, as quick as he is. If he can um, get that ball in the middle third of the field, play flat and fast, and especially with our big forwards, you know, we could really take advantage of that. So, yeah, we're really excited about um, the rule change. Yeah, and if I can just give a, a shout-out to our opposition fans who hate us, Bordy. Thanks very much to our chairman, Nick Politis, for putting that in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Mate, let's talk about your personal performance. Uh, you know, it's been a long time but between drinks. Uh, you know, the grand final last year was your, your last game, and then uh, we had the pleasure of joining you, carrying bags over there in Europe. So, mate, how did it feel yeah. to get back on the field? Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, you know, like I said, I was, I was before the, the NRL got postponed. I was set to make my return the week after, so um, got a little bit more of a break. And then, yeah, I was just really excited to get back out there and um, good to get back in the winner's circle. Now, Bordy, what about that little try off Kiri? I thought he was outstanding to give you that ball there. Well, hang on a yeah. sec. Hang on a sec. I mean, he did bomb one on Teddy. Like, that was a moral. But, uh, and we can say that because we sponsor him, Luke. Well, let but, Boyd uh, answer it. Let Boyd answer it. What do you think, Boyd? He, well, he put it on a platter for Boyd, but you tell us, Boyd. Yeah, no, nah, look, he's he's awesome, Kez. I love playing outside him and he always looks after me and makes me look good. So, man, I'm not going to say a bad word about hog, him. Hog, hog. He keeps doing that. <laughs> yeah, but Silky, you pay him to call him a hog. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah exactly. Boyd's his teammate. They're doing the hard yards. Mate, um, <laughs> when you think about it, Boyd, you know, a lot of us over COVID, uh, you know, had a lot of time off to think, and I was actually dreaming of twins quite often. I just didn't realise that it ended up being the Morris twins. How do you find them? Uh, yeah. The inclusion of, uh, of Josh. Yeah, look, they're um, we've seen how much of an impact Brett's had on this club, and um, you know I've been lucky enough to play a lot of footy with them at um, state of origin level and at, at Australia as well. So I know what they can bring to a footy team, and we're glad to have Josh here now. And you know they're just um, they're just footy players. They've got you know, so much experience and they just seem to come up with the right option all the time, you know, safe as a bank. And yeah, they're just, the what they've added to, to this team has been enormous so far. So hopefully, you know, Josh can get a bit more comfortable and then obviously with Brett doing what he's doing, it's, um, it's been outstanding. Well, we all know how good BMOZ is from last year's grand final. I mean, seriously, it was a shade off getting the Churchill the way he diffused balls. Yeah, it was awesome. Took the pressure and just it was amazing. Body for a player of though the players of that uh, class, I guess is the word. They just seem to slot in. The Morris twins look like they've been here for ten years and they know everything. Like to see Josh the other night, how inspiring was the effort where he made two tackles in that the was one Brett. break? Uh, Bemos, yeah. How inspiring was it to see Brett make two tackles in one in one break? It was just amazing. 
Yeah, so good. Um, just that's that's what you you get from from them. That's the experience, and that's what sort of um, we appreciate as players is them sort of efforts. And you know, it's um, but definitely to have to have them boys on the field with us, and and you see the the age they're at, and to see the speed still on on BMOS, it's pretty outstanding to watch. Mm. Boydo, just on the left-hand side of attack. Now, look, we all know what Latrell left us at the end of last year. Josh slots into that left-hand side that you play on. Most of our points were scored down that left-hand side. Did it feel any similar to, you know, the past seasons or was it, was there a different feel to that left-hand side? Because I've got to tell you, mate, it really clicked. And the other thing I liked was Victor Radley playing first receiver, which gave Luke uh, the option to play either side of the park. So, you know, yep. your thoughts on that? Yeah, it was good. Um, it definitely felt like we've been together for longer than what we have with having uh, Josh there. But in saying that, I think Latrell and, and Josh are, are two different players. Um, you got Josh, who's more experienced. Um, he gets through a bit more work through the game. Uh, helps Toops. It's going to help Toops out of the backfield there. And then, but just with like Latrell, I don't think there's a we'll see another player that could do some of the stuff he does. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, you get a you get a um, a guy like Josh Morris who come in who's been around for a long time and he's been at the top of his game for a long time. So, but we haven't missed much there. Body, just to change gears a bit and uh, round it off, we only got two more questions for you, mate. One All of them good. is from uh, one of our fans, Sue Robinson. A, uh, a big Roosters fan, and her um, her father play, her, her father played in, uh, in the 40s. Her father was the uh, five when my grandfather was a lock. And uh, Sue Robinson asks, "What did you learn from the COVID period, personally?" What did I learn? I learned how to enjoy my own company, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great nah, thing. Yeah, no. Nah, did I you pick up anything new, Boydy? Did you read, or did you grab a guitar, or anything that come out of the left field? Yeah, no, nah, I didn't. Um, I didn't do too much reading. I don't not be the form. But, uh, yeah, then the form. Yeah, you're right. Um, I've done a little bit of cooking. Um, you know, I've I sort of got the slow cooker out and, and made a few dishes. I mean, I'm very lucky. I've got my girlfriend who holds it down in the kitchen most nights, so very lucky there. But in the time I did have, I, I picked up the slack a bit, and you know, enjoyed a couple of dishes that I made. Boyd, what about your love of architecture? Uh, one of the, the big takeaways that we got from uh, oh, wow. travelling with you throughout Europe was your, your, your love of architecture, you know. Unrivaled. Yeah. Contemporary and, and postmodern. So uh, has anyone caught your eye during the COVID period? Yeah, so when you talk about things I've learned through the COVID period, I've been um, this guy named Frank Geary has caught oh, my eye. So, from the Guggenheim um, at Bill sure. Bauer. Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah, he designed the Guggenheim and Bill Bauer, one of the, one of the uh, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, of course. Great. Yeah, so in my time, I've um, you know I've I've sort of done a bit of research there, and he's amazing. So absolutely, I'm, I'm, yeah, pretty surprised that you've heard of Frank. Yeah. Now listen, we've got one more fan question to ask you, Boyd, and it's um, it's from Dennis O'Sullivan, and he asks, as a captain and leader, how do you encourage and mentor our younger players coming through? Yeah, I, I think that's that's quite easy. I think. You know what? What I've been doing for for most of my career now is um, is is probably leading by example, obviously. But you see the young guys coming through now, and they've got all the 
the motivation, they've got all the skill and everything, and it's just about, um, you know, directing them in the right way. And obviously when they're looking up to you and see if you're doing the right thing, I think it's always important that, that you are um, obviously living the standards of the club and, and that you set. Um, you know, if if they can, if they see you doing that, then it's only going to, um, you know, inspire them to to be better as well. So, yep. uh, if I can keep doing that and uh, dragging some of them young blokes along, then I think I'm doing my job. Well, mate, it's got a, a really nice balanced feel. We had the pleasure, as Silky said, being away with you guys, uh, you know, world club, and uh, you know, it's a class act. It's a very, very classy side. It's led so well by Robbo yourself, and and you know our CEO and, and our, our chairman, and of course our co-captain Jakey Frenzo. You can see why it's easy. It's a great question though from Dennis, Boydie, yeah. Just to round off Thursday night, uh, Silky tells me that I've been in a bubble for a while, and I'm actually uh, that's my shape, which I'll work on. But uh, you're in a bubble you can get off. Tell us what's uh, in store for you Thursday night. You go to Brisbane. How's it looking? And let's wrap it up. Yeah, look, we're looking pretty good. Uh, I think we get Siwa back. Um, Orbo's probably not going to play this week again. Um, but yeah, we look, we're we're very good. We've had a really good week of training. Confidence from the win against South, so we know that um, Brisbane are tough up there. A young, enthusiastic team, so we need to start well and, and get another win. Well, mate, we want to thank you so much uh, for spending time on Roosters Radio. Very good to us. As always, no worries, and we want boys. to wish you uh, wish you the best on Thursday night. May the great form continue, and let's get another meat pie off Kiri. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks, mate. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And Silky, you have been going absolutely mad on the social media. We're doing Facebook Lives, Instagram TVs. We're engaging with the fans. What's going on? Well, Bush, as you always say, we are of the fans, by the fans, and for the fans. And it's high time that they get some say on the show. Look, we're going to vet the questions, but each and every week, depending on who our guest is and and the timing, of course, we'll invite our fans to uh, ask a question. It may be a coach, it may be a player, it may even be uh, the great man himself, Nick Politis, or maybe one of the other board members. But look, it's about giving the fans some ownership of the show. uh, And some of the best questions that we've asked, particularly last year, have come from the fans. 100%. And I think there's some great stuff out there. And just to let our fans no, Silky, over the next couple of weeks, we've got Luke Keery, Coach Robinson. We're going to try and get our chairman, Nick Pilatus, on. So every week, we're going to have that initiative. We're doing Facebook Live. We're going to go there, do an Instagram TV. We're going to put it out there to the fans for some great questions and some great insights. There's so much to talk about. So good the footy's back on. So if you want to ask a question, you've got to jump on to our platform. So you've got to come on to Roosters Radio on Facebook or follow us on Instagram, Roosters Radio. And as I said, we'll remind you each and every week. And you'll just have to leave your question in the comments box provided. Well, what a great initiative, Silky, and it puts the show in the hands of the fans. Mate, let me ask you, new rules. I know that uh, you were pretty impressed. The six-again rule, uh, you know, we talked to Bordy on the show. It just looks so fast. Well, we play up-tempo footy, and it's no secret. You know, we we make a lot of yards off the back of our big three, so our two wingers and our fullback, of course. So they get us going forward, and then we have the likes of Collins, Hargraves, Lou. You know, we get teams on the back foot now if they can hold the uh, hold those players down the ruck those six again will run through teams and I think the rule changes as such really suit our style of football one referee what did you think thought it worked well look uh, the comment I made in the during the game is I actually couldn't see the referee in the in the vision he wasn't part of it you couldn't see him you could hear a bit of it so I think it's great and you know what Bush part of me you know as an old ball boy as well uh, remembers the old five yards days 
There's no way in the world that the referee can keep his eye on the ruck and keep a, a 10 or 12 yards or t- 12, 10 to 12 metres as we're used to. The encroachment, making it a shorter a 10 metres, I think is good for the game as well. And how good was it to see the little men carving up through the middle in the later stages of the match? You know what? We look watch some old games. COVID taught me that, uh, you know, the older style of football, we had, uh, you know, 16 footballers and two athletes. Now we've got 16 athletes and two footballers. It's bringing the footballer back into the game. It's bringing the skill level. Little men are carving up. Big men are offloading. There's all sorts of things happening. It's exciting. And it took, as you said, it took the referee out of the game. And speaking of the game, we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about our matchup against Brisbane on Thursday. You're on Roosters Radio. Silky, Bush and Captain Boyd Cordner. G'day, it's Luke Keery here. When I'm not playing footy, I'm listening to the Roosters Radio. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. And Bush, as our chairman, Nick Politis, says, the TV schedule for this week sees us playing the Broncos Thursday night, 7.50pm kickoff up there in Brisbane. Look, on paper, there's a lot of young talent in the Broncos side. Haven't heard of a lot of these players, but, uh, you know, always tough up there, albeit not in front of a, a parochial Brisbane crowd. How do you see it? Well, look, I thought the cardboard cutouts last week were outstanding in the in the crowd, and I thought they did a great job, and the, the crowd noise in the background sounded uh, pretty genuine. Mate, it's going to be a tough game. They're off a loss to Parramatta. They'll want to make a good account of themselves. I do know that uh, they've got some some uh, obvious names missing. I don't think the skipper, Alex Glenn's playing. He's, yeah, he's out. Yeah, He's, he's, he's done his uh, car. And Katoni Staggs. And Katoni is, I think he's got a weak suspension or something. Right, yeah. So, mate... They're going to be potent. That a, a big, they're a big, young side, you know, with blokes like Payne Haas. Uh, they've got Jamil Hopawadi, who's a monster, and, and some of the other players coming off the bench, Joe Offahangawi. So, you know, got some big, young boppers in their side, but uh, they're going to have to aim up to take on our boys. I, I don't think they were prepared last week for the rule changes if you watch that game against Parramatta. Um, you're the Roosters radio football expert. I'm just coming from a fan's perspective. But, I mean, all those years you just spent on the sideline as a ball boy made you one. Yeah. But in all seriousness... Um, I, I'm salivating at this matchup. I think it's going to be really good. I think to see Lindsay Collins play so well, Jarrah will lead from the front. We look fit, we look sharp, and we look like we've adapted really, really well. I think Flanagan will have a great game this week. I'm really looking forward to his performance. And it's interesting to see what happens with Victor. We know right now we don't know the result with what's happening with Victor in the tackle, but if he's playing and plays like last week, we're on, baby. Well, the Roosters are named 1-17, to 17, same as last week. Obviously, Siwa Takiaho uh, is 18th man, and of course, Mitchell Orbison is 19th man, won't play. Uh, we should send our condolences to the Orbison family. Mitch uh, tragically lost his father last week, so uh, on, on behalf of all Roosters radio fans, we, we send our condolences to well, Olbo and his family. Yeah, we sure do, Silky. It's a very difficult time for Mitch and his family, and we uh, you know send our deepest sympathies and condolences. And how good is it to see that we have uh, you know an international in Siwa 18th man and a, and a legend and you know one of our club stalwarts in Orbo, 19th man. Some good problems for Coach Robinson to have uh, throughout the year. Yeah, I think so. And you know that much experience. I mean, you think about what Boyd said earlier in the interview. You bring in, you got a player of the caliber of Latrell Mitchell, one of the most talented, uh, raw young footballers we've seen, and you know, long live his career. You replace that loss with the experience of Josh Morris. Uh, you know, really looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be a big one. And our chairman rightfully said it. It's a perfect game to televise. Well, Bush, let's cut to the chase. Score prediction. Yeah, score prediction. I think, Silky, we're going to be – it's going to be a lot tougher for us than it was for Parramatta last week. I think Brisbane can put tries on, so can we. Yep. I think it's going to be up in the the 26-16 Roosters. I had 24-18. I reckon there's going to be plenty of points scored as well, but I think uh, our boys will be too strong – 
when the whips are cracking. Well, now the club's open, Silky. Let's have a little uh, snitzel on this. Friendy snitzel or uh, Jared's rump or whatever they're serving up there these days. Uh, so you're 24-16, are you? 24-18. 24-18, and I'm uh, 28-16. So let's see how we go, Roosters fans. That's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. Of course, we want to thank our co-captain, Boyd Cordner, for joining us on this week's show. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East, East to win. win.